Hi everyone, I'm Emily. I'm the Regional Manager for Sub-Saharan Africa. Hi everyone, my name is Ron Peter and I'm the International Officer for the Sub-Saharan Region. Hi everyone, I'm Blessing. I'm the Country Manager for the University of Aberdeen and I'm based in Nigeria. Welcome to our University of Aberdeen West Africa podcast series. We're going to talk about lots of relevant and interesting topics which we hope you find useful. Join us for this week's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of our West African series podcast. This week we're going to be talking all things accommodation and we're very lucky to be joined by Chris Berry who works in the accommodation team. Welcome Chris. Welcome, thank you. Thanks for having me here. Um, I'm now going to pass over to our team to ask some questions. Hi everyone, this is Blessing. I hope you're having a really great day. So um, as Emily's mentioned, we've got Chris and he'll be speaking about um, accommodation processes, especially for students who are looking to come study with us and stay in the university accommodation. Um, So Chris, I'd like to know what's your specific role in the accommodation office? What do you do? Hi, yeah, um, I'm operations manager for the accommodation. And there are two of us operations managers and we share the duties between us. We actually manage the whole um, student accommodation provision throughout the University of Aberdeen. So everything accommodation related comes to ourselves. That's great. Over to you, Ron. Hi, Chris. So let's start with the basics. Why Hiddlehead and what makes it special? Why choose our accommodation? We are owned and operated by Aberdeen University, so we are the university. There are other providers, but they have nothing to do with the university at all. So everything we do is for our students. That's the first thing and the most important thing, the students. So our aim is to make sure that you come here, you can stay here, and you've got no issues with your accommodation. That way you can enjoy your studies, you can enjoy the city, you can get on with everything else. You don't have to worry about your accommodation. Everything that's taken care of for you. If there's any issues, any problems, we'll sort that out for you. Or you got to go out, just you can go and study and enjoy your year, maybe two, three, four years within Aberdeen University. That's our job. Amazing. So at Hillhead, um, you have lots of accommodation, but do you also service other accommodation that the university owns? Yep, we've got we've got the Hillhead Student Village, which. Um, Emily's quite kindly said, we've got 2,000 rooms, 2,000 bedrooms, varying different types of accommodation, which we'll probably touch on later on. We've also got, um, and that's about a 15-minute walk from the main university campus, but we've also got other accommodation for postgraduates and for returning students on campus itself in the form of King's Hall and Elphinstone Road. And that's about another 190 rooms we've got down there as well. Amazing. So do you tend to find that at the Hillhead Student Village is mostly undergraduate students who stay there? Yeah, we've, yes. It's, I mean, out of 2000, I would imagine about 1800 would be um, undergrads, first year students. But we do have other students, postgraduates staying up here as well, um, doing various courses. And if there's any specific needs, we'll always look after the students as well. Again, it's their first time away from home for most of them. So we've got to help them settle in and get ready for their university life. Super. That's great. In addition to Emily's questions about student housing, do we have any for students who are looking to come with family to Aberdeen? Do we have such? Yep. We've we've got we've got very limited accommodation for families. We do have a couple of um, options. However, we do have the university staffing the staff 
accommodation as well. And they have had students and families staying in those as well. It's actually a different department from us, but it's, sorry, department from us, but we can quite easily get you in contact with them, etc., and give you all the details, etc., so you get something organised through them as well. So there is some... We've got limited, but we do have some things, but staff housing has got quite a lot of accommodation, which would suit families coming Okay, over. so you've mentioned that we have limited um, family housing. Now, do, where we perhaps would have exceeded the spaces for students who are looking to come with family, do we recommend you know, private accommodations for those students? We, yes, we would do, but again, um, the student support have got a, they will have various numbers available for you to contact if someone's looking for something that we can't provide for which happens very rarely happily if we can't provide it there are other options for um, students coming across with families or wishing to take the families across at a later date they've got contact details etc okay, for that that's great thank you thank you and during obviously we've all just hopefully come out the other end of this pandemic. Um, our accommodation team definitely had to adapt and overcome during um, that time when we had lots of students. And so when, when students ask me, should I stay in university accommodation or should I look for private accommodation? There are huge benefits to staying with us because we have a duty, as you said, to look after them first and foremost. So could you maybe, before we kick off into technical questions tell us about your experience during covid and and why we why we have such a high reputation for being wonderful because we dealt with our students so well covid was hard for everybody as everybody all around the world um we never closed even though we were in lockdown we never closed we stayed open um all our staff were here present there's only a couple of areas in the university security etc. We're here all the time. We never closed. We didn't take any additional time off. We just we just got on with it. Because we still had students here. Students who couldn't get home. Students who didn't want to go home. They wanted to stay, etc. and continue their studies. So that was that was all looked after. And it was very much same as same as with restrictions in etc. in place. But it didn't affect the students' accommodation at all really. Um, the studies obviously were affected slightly, maybe with online learning, etc. But the accommodation, they were still um, in their, their flats, the accommodation. If they actually caught COVID, they were tested positive, we made sure they got food packs, food boxes. Um, we made sure they got their mail okay. We even made sure they got laundry done if they couldn't do it. So we did take care of that. And we, we came out of it looking very good, but we couldn't have done it without the help of the whole, the whole university. And that is what I said earlier on. We are owned by the university, so everything we do is the University of Aberdeen. Um, some of the private, I mean, we have got the welfare teams in place here as well. So any issues during the COVID, there are the management teams are all trained in mental health, as are the teams of staff, uh, mental health first aid, as are the welfare teams. So there's always somebody here for somebody to come and speak to, to listen to them, have a cup of tea and a cup of coffee with them. So during the COVID, it's the same as everywhere else around the world, we had to adapt to change things around, but we did it and... Hopefully, um, we are now out of the other side of it slightly um, and we don't have to go through that again because it was a tough time for everybody, but we got there. And the accommodation side, we're quite proud that the students weren't really that affected and they were catered for if situation required. So, Yeah, you guys did a great job. And another thing I think students who are listening into this, whether they're from West Africa or from other parts of the world, are very conscious about safety as well. And one of the questions we get asked is, if we come to Aberdeen, is it safe? Um, so could you talk us through the safety measures around about our accommodation, yeah. please? 
Yeah, no problem at all. One thing I'll add is Aberdeen City um, have won the Purple Award, which is the the Safest City Award. We've won it for, I think it must be close on nine, ten years in a row now. Um, the actual, the student village anyway, Hillhead, we've got, we're on, we've got 24-hour managerial presence. I have got my night managers on duty every night, as well as a security team, as well as a portling team, as well as everybody else during the day. So there's always somebody there. We never close. 365 days a year, we never close. Um, so there's always somebody here if you need anything. We have got CCTV all around the village. There's all buildings, entrances and exits have CCTV on them, so we know who's going in, we know who's going out. And it's not spying on students, but it does mean we can know that the students are going in, but if anybody else is going in, um, we know who they are if they're something happens. I'm glad to say nothing has happened much of note at all, really. We are quite lucky, like a break-in wise, theft wise, nothing for years now. Um, about 50% of our accommodation um, is door empty systems with your ID card. So we can identify when, if you were to go to your flat to pick up something, we would know when you were in. If someone else went into there, we would know who it would be because they've got their own card. They wouldn't get into your bedroom, but they might get into your flat through your flatmates, but we would know who gave them the code, the, the card to get in. So safety-wise, it's very good. But as I said, we've also got the, the security team and they carry out patrols all night with accommodation. Every building, all 2,000 rooms, but every building where the rooms are, flats are, all the stairwells are covered multiple times, walking up and down, around the site, keeping an eye on everything, just in case of them maybe having maybe too loud of a party. We don't stop it, we just ask them to turn it down a bit because they've got other residents, they've got to feel, take into account every other students as well. But the security aspects are quite an important aspect of the village and it's we are, again, quite proud of our reputation, uh, particularly with parents um, and carers of students because they know that their students are going to be very safe when they're with us at all times. Definitely, thank you. Chris, how students can make an application for the university accommodation? Yeah, the, the best way to apply for student accommodation is to go onto the university website um, and click on for student accommodation and that'll take you straight through to the student accommodation office where we've got two amazing um, ladies, Lynn and Kerry, who will look after you. Um, they will take it from there, they'll organise everything with you, they'll see what your leads are, they'll put out application forms to you, any particular special needs, for instance, an example, if you've maybe got medication that you're on that needs to be refrigerated, we can put a small fridge in your room for you, specifically for medication. Things like that get organised at the time, but they will look after you, all your requests, all your questions, they will sort out simply by clicking on the website and student accommodation. So just to confirm, um, in booking accommodation, students will need their yes, application ID number, right? The student yes. ID number. Yes. And we all need that. Okay. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. What they could do just now is if they are coming here in September to study, but they're not sure about the accommodation, they can still contact the accommodation office and say, I'd like to make a note of interest. Um, so I am considering coming to stay with you. If you could just make sure that I am... Um, you know of my interest and they could take it forward at a later date. Some may be waiting for exam results to come through before they've got the correct qualifications to come etc. Um, again, but if they've noted interest that means we are aware of them, the accommodation are aware of them and they'll maybe follow it, they'll follow it through to see how are you, still wish accommodation or whatever. So again, it's all done through the fantastic student accommodation. Okay, so I have another question. Um, yeah. So for students who are looking to resume this September, can they begin their booking process now? And is there a deadline? 
The the deadline I'm not too sure about. However, um, if you'd like to, if they would just contact the student accommodation office, they'll talk them through it, and they'll advise if they can apply there and then or when they can apply. But I think most of them can apply now. We are taking bookings just now for accommodation, and if they are coming in September and they know they're definitely coming, they will get their bookings sorted out for them. All they're going to do is speak to Kerry or Lynn in the accommodation student accommodation office. Okay, so this I'm not quite sure if you would be able to help now because I want to try the price the price range for Ooh. students who would like to stay with us. Is that something that you know Karen would want to talk about, or you can speak some about that? I I can't tell you offhand about the prices um, because there's quite a few different packages etc the student accommodation office will they would send you all the details you would need um, what I will say is we've got self-catered accommodation we've got catered accommodation for meals we've got ensuite accommodation we've got shared facilities accommodation so you can imagine and we've got different styles of buildings and uh, buildings as well so you can imagine they're all different prices um, but again by simply clicking on the university website student accommodation they'll be able to give you everything you need they will send you the details you need and the different types of accommodation as well. And there's also a chance to do a 360-degree tour through that as well, so you can see the accommodation online, so you don't have to come and visit us or try and get photographs sent. You can see it all in the 360 tour. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I would just like to add that all of the prices are very, um, very much on the website for students to have a wee look at. So just hop on over, as Chris suggested, um, and each flat it's quite clear what you'll be paying for each one. So I think some things that we get asked are about the size of flats and the different options available. Can you talk us through the different options, please, Chris? Okay, yeah. For, for instance, what we've got is we've actually got, we've got two main different sta standard, standard styles of accommodation. We've got um, traditional hall type accommodation where basically you'll be in, um, like, not dormitories, but corridors where you've got your own bedroom and there could be maybe another eight students in that corridor. But that's in the student, that's in the three houses, Adam Smith, Wavell and Fife. And there's about one, there's about 40, 42 students per floor over three sides. So that's it. And they'll have shared bathroom facilities and shared kitchen facilities. Now, for that 50, 40 students, there's actually six kitchens. So it's a fair... There's plenty of kitchen space, there's plenty of bathroom space, shower space, etc. The other accommodation, we've got four-bedroom flats, five-bedroom flats, and seven-bedroom flats, and they are shared accommodation. So you'll have your bathrooms and your showers and you'll share with your four flatmates or your five flatmates or six flatmates, and you've got a big kitchen and lounge, etc. for that. We also have the ensuite accommodation, which are five... And yes, sorry, for that, that's your own individual rooms again, with your own keys, etc., etc. Just it's just in a flat basis. Then we've got the Carnegie Court one, which is the um, the ensuite accommodation at the Student Village, and that's um, five hundred plus students in there, and that's five bedroom flats. But again, you've got your own bathroom, your own shower, etc., within your your room, um, and then you share the kitchen, the lounge, etc., with the rest of your students there. Thank you. Um, so lots and lots of options for our yeah. students. You can, um, you can actually get, if you want, you can have same-sex flats if you want it. You can have mixed-sex flats. We've got quiet buildings if you don't want a lot of noise because you know undergraduates tend to have a great time in their first year partying, etc., which is fantastic. <laughs> but you might not want to do that. Or maybe you can go into a quiet block. We have blocks where there's no alcohol allowed whatsoever. Um, so we, we just try to take care of everybody's, everybody's needs. So... That's amazing. And 
at Hillhead, um, I've been a few times, you have like a central building. Yeah. Can you talk about the facilities that are available? Yes, I, well, I, can add, I can add some brand new information up to date as well for you. We've got the central building. This is very much the, the flagship of our catering, organisation, uh, catering um, provision. Um, this is the building, it's called the uh, headspace. It's a, it's a social space for students. But within the social space, we've got the main reception, which is staffed, as I said earlier on, 24 hours a day always somebody there. We've got a supermarket in the central building, which is a co-op, which gives a huge selection of food, um, drinks, snacks, well, stationery, everything you could possibly need for your flat will be in this shop. We've also got study rooms with computers so the students can study in silence there. We've got games areas, pool tables, some space invaders machines, retro type things, um, air hockey. We've got a GP hall, which is a performance area where you can have, where we do Zumba classes, yoga, there's badminton courts, table tennis, there's actually um, electric seating that comes out. So we have a huge wall for um, the movie nights. That's run by the residence assistants who are the welfare team. They're there um, from 6 in the evening till 6 in the morning every day. So there's always somebody there as well. Um, they have a training kitchen in the community centre where you can learn to cook. You can have dinner parties if your flat's not big enough for your dinner party. If it's more than like seven or eight people, you can come across there and cook it all there and have your dinner party in there. Again, there's a big TV room in there as well. There's also areas for welfare, for, for reflection, for, for help, anything, advice. That's there as well. We've then got the Works Cafe Bar Diner, which is a big, huge diner where you can buy food. If you're a cater student, you get your meals there. But if, you don't, if you're not a cater student, self-cater, but you, want to, you just don't want to cook. You can go down and have a, a meal there. If you've got friends come up to visit you at Hillhead, you can go downstairs and, and there's a bar, they have a drink, they have a coffee. Very much socialising, jukebox, pool tables, um, table football tables, there's everything there for a student as well. So it's it's quite, there's also a first aid room, um, very, very rarely used, which I'm very pleased to say, but it's there anyway if someone maybe cuts a finger or maybe, I don't know, a migraine and just needs a bit of peace and quiet, they can go in there. So the central building is a fantastic thing. However, a new addition we've just added and only opened last month just outside and it's an outdoor area an external space and it is open now we've still got a couple of machines extra machines we're getting for it is it's just an outdoor social space now there's decking there for performances if students want to do a little concert gig for themselves or they could study there in the sunshine which they have been the last couple of months and um, there's also um, a, a gym, there's an outdoor gym and there are half a dozen machines where we add another two, there's an outdoor table tennis table there and I'm actually going to add something I'm actually really, really pleased we're getting, is a foot tech table which is basically for the, the residents on site it's a table tennis table but it's curved at either end and they can, you can use a football so basically you get four oh, or six cool. people around it, running around it, just hitting it like a table tennis. You can just put the ball uh -huh. back in and that's, that's really good. There's also there's a herb garden, there's plants and hedges all the way around just for some nice fresh air, water fountain if you're ever thirsty. There's going to be picnic tables we're just waiting for coming in now with benches, etc. There's loads of things. It's a really, really good space and it's, it's open now and I'm very happy about it as well. It's a great thing for the students as well as the two massive laundries on site as well, which are important. Um, Definitely. That sounds great, Chris. I think I might move in. Yep. Yeah, everybody <laughs> wants to come in just now. It's great. Yeah. I think apart from these, we are also offering free gym membership to our students at Hillhead Accommodation. Right, yes. Chris? 
there's there, yes, if they sign up for this year, they will get free membership for their I think it's eight nine months at university or for their first year or their, their first year here anyway. Uh, they will get free membership for the university. That's part of our thank you for coming to us. Here you go, and that's a fair saving. I mean, I think it's over twenty pounds a month they would be paying, so that's a fair saving, and it's a fantastic facility. The Sports Village um, is a real, really very, very good facility. Um, I recommend it as well. Some students might have question about transport. So I know that there's yeah. mm-hmm. um, car parking spaces on campus. Is there bike lockers? Yep. And also, could you talk yep. about the bus that comes in? Yep. Car parking spaces, if you touched on, um, we've got hundreds of car parking spaces on site. And the best thing, but I'll whisper it, don't tell anybody else at the university, we don't pay. The students don't pay for their parking. You get free parking wow. at Hillhead. <laughs> but we've also got multiple bike sheds for locking your bikes up. I think it's about uh, I think it's nine large ones on site. Um, so there's always somewhere for you to put your bike. We've got a fantastic bus service. We've got two buses that actually come to Hillhead. Now, Hillhead would be the terminus for both bus services. One is if you're a medical student in particular, it takes you straight to the Forster Hill, the university's medical campus. Before, that takes you straight up there, which goes up a huge hill. When the weather's cold, it's a great thing. It's a really good bus. That just takes you there and takes you back via the university as well. So if you're a medical student, that's a great thing for you. 10, 15 minutes and you're there. The other bus is the service bus from the city. That's the number 20. That comes from Leaves at Hillhead, goes all the way through the university, dropping you off wherever you want the university, and then goes into the city centre. And the best thing is it, it actually stops there um, at the railway station the bus station, and the biggest shopping centre we've got with all the supermarket there, sorry, with all the super cinema and the restaurants and everything to go with. It's a great thing for students because they can just catch the bus in and they're there basically to the cinema for a meal, for a train, for a bus, wherever they want it's there. So it's a great bus service we've got, really is. All the taxis come up here as well, taking students back. Nearly all the taxis these days seem to be the multi, multi-people carriers, like five or six people. So if there's five or six of you paying maybe £1.50 each, it's actually cheaper than the bus. So if you're going in to maybe socialise with the town or whatever, maybe shopping, or um, you, you come back together, you're actually cheaper getting a big taxi together and it's a lot quicker than the bus as well. Although the bus service is very quick and I think it's every 20 minutes the bus runs and it's first thing in the morning from like 6 o'clock, half past 6 till midnight onwards some of the times as well. Amazing, thank you. I just want to add as well that the bus service that takes students from Hillhead to the uni to Forrester Hill, it's free yep. if they show their it student ID card. Exactly, yes. Yeah, quite correct. Yeah, if they show their student ID card, which will have some, I think, medical thing on it, they will get that bus service free, which is, a, a, again, a big saving for the students. Perfect. Do you I guys have any a, more questions? Uh, yeah, I was going to say that that's a plus for those who are considering um, whether it's beneficial to stay in the university accommodation or to stay in the private accommodation. Yeah. The fact that they can move freely, you know, using the buses on campus is oh, just yeah. a, a good one mm-hmm. for those considering yeah. those options. So thank you. Really good to know. No, I mean, I mean, one another thing, as you the students are, may well be aware already, we're actually, where the village is, we're actually a 10-minute walk from the beach, the coast, and you can actually walk along the coast for about 30, 40 miles if you wanted to, um, mm-hmm. with one slight jump over a wee bit of water. But it was all the way down to the harbour, where it's like an old sea area as well. So it's a great walk from here, um, especially the sun shining today, so it's great. Um, but it's a really lovely walk down the beach as well. Um, and it's great, the students, the students go down there a lot. They tend to have barbecues and parties down there as well. So. Thank you. 
So just wondering if you have anything else to add. Do you think it's more beneficial for students to stay on campus or to stay in private accommodation? What would you advise? I, I, I've been, I do the talks for prospective students every year at open days and overholder days. We always recommend that the first year undergrads stay with us for the first year. The reason being is they want, when they first arrive, they don't, they don't really, they might not know the city, they might not know what to do. When they arrive in the village, everything's there for them. So that way, as I said earlier on, you don't have to worry about anything in your accommodation. Everything's there. All you've got to worry about, and that's not even worry, it's all you have to do is prepare yourself, get into your studies. And you're making friends. 2,000 students, you're going to make friends, probably best friends, for the rest of your life. Um, another good point is, whatever you're studying, within 2,000 students here, whatever you're studying, there will be 40 or 50 people doing the same course as you within two minutes of you. So for study notes, for help, for crying on each other's shoulders, why am I studying this subject? There's always somebody there doing the same course, going through the same things as yourself. So we always recommend, together with our welfare, our security coverage, what we provide, we always recommend that the first year's undergraduates stay with us, and they nearly always do, to be honest. It's, it's great. I mean, even if we cannot accommodate anybody, we guarantee accommodation for them. So we'll take care of that as well if we can't do it, but we always manage to get it done, it's fine, it's no problem. Okay, that's great. So what about the match for students? So, you know, would, you, would you recommend they stay on campus or you know, they could stay anywhere? Um, I would recommend all undergraduates to stay at Hillhead. Now I actually, I run the other accommodation on campus as well, but Hillhead to me, 2,000 students, all away from home for the first time, all doing the same thing, same feelings, same emotions. I think it's fantastic and it's a great way of, of learning. Um, very, very soon, within about two, three weeks, they'll be experts in everything. Um, again, when they go to their second year, we understand they may wish to go to private accommodation, maybe get their own flat, etc. But the first year prepares them for that because they're going to meet people that they'll probably get a flat with. They don't have that when they first arrive, but they do have when they've had their first year with us. So there is help for finding accommodation for their second year. But if they maybe feel we don't feel we want to stay together, but we don't feel like we want to get private. We've got the flat accommodation down in the campus as well, where they can move in there together as well. And just now, especially as all around the world, energy bills are going through the roof. And we're getting more and more students phoning us, asking about possibly coming back because they're paying a fortune for their energy bills, etc. Well, the energy bills are everything's included in your price for your accommodation, including your Wi-Fi, your water, your um, heating, etc. And that's a massive thing as well, especially just just now. Really, is a big thing. That is a very big point. Chris, again, yeah. why, again, why I want to move into student accommodation. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I'd agree with that, yeah. I saw my bill last week for the month, oh, <laughs> no good. I think that's one point to push out to um, to West African prospective students because it's majorly yeah. a postgraduate market, and I get this question a lot. So why should we stay in the yeah. accommodation? Yeah. So this energy bill is one that I think many of them would jump at. Okay, let's stay in West and cut costs. Oh, but, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So that's a good yeah. one. Thank we you. we know. We know with students from various parts around the world, be it from Africa, from Asia, they are used to a lot of heat, etc. Oh, so we've got the heating systems in place, and if for some reason it's still too cold, we've got heaters we can give them as well, just to make sure everybody's quite happy. Um, but no, it's, it's 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 a big thing just now, the energy costs. But apart from that, just staying at Hillhead just sets them up, because they'll be meeting people from all around the world as well. I mean, I've got one flat just now. I've actually got it written down beside me because I think it's brilliant. I've got a student from Africa, a student from Russia, a student from Mexico, from Argentina, and from Finland. 
all in the same flat, and they have a they they are the perfect flat. They love each other. They really do. And the three of them are getting a, same, a flat together. The other two are going home. The three of them are getting a flat together next year together, which is great. Oh, that's amazing. Really, really good. But that's the thing. They just they maybe don't know anybody when they first arrive, but you will do within two weeks. Um, you'll know everybody within two weeks, and then you can decide there, make friends. And yeah, we'll get a flat together. But we help with that. So in that way, again, it's just seamless. It just lets you get on with your studying, which is the most important thing of all. But also the student experience, which by far is the real big thing about it. Amazing, Chris. Thank you, well, thank you so much no, for no joining problem. us today. I'm sure the no, students no listening in will be super happy that we brought you along to chat with us because that was so informative. Well, I mean, anybody wishes to speak to us directly, all they do is contact the university through the student accommodation and let the student accommodation team say, look, we spoke with Chris, etc. Come and speak to them again. They'll put them in contact with me and we'll take them from there. That's not a problem. Anytime. Thanks so much, Chris. It was great speaking with no you. Problem. Excellent. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody, together. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Chris, for sharing this valuable information. Thank you, Chris. Bye.